What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Broadway to Belmont. I'm your host, Krista Selms, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in, say hello. Nailed it. No, no need to be nervous. No, Gotta I was love just it. sick to my stomach all day. <laughs> Tough week last week. Brutal. Uh, hey, you want to introduce our? Yeah, we got one. We got one other person on the on 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 the on the you horn remember? today. Fellow yeah. Rangers fan, went to the stadium series yeah. with Kevin on Sunday. Welcome to Anthony Viazzi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Huge, huge dub over the weekend. Uh, it's yeah, got brought up where I was like, oh, I have two Rangers fans here now that I'm outnumbered. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brutal. I was only outnumbered. Well, this is only two to one. It was, what, it's like five to one on Sunday probably, so – a little bit better. No, I thought we were pretty even on Sunday. Everybody though, <laughs> like the whole stadium. Oh, dude, stadium. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was talking to people about the game, and I'm like, I don't have the exact numbers, but I'm like, if you were just going off of like decibel, it was at least oh. 70, 30 Rangers tie Islanders fans. I was like, it was so loud when the Rangers scored compared to when the Islanders really? scored. <laughs> It was tough. I think 70 30 is right. Some people said 60 40, but it was 60. That's what I was like. Like, I was around like 65. It, it was either 65 35, 70 30. But um, yeah, I would say like 60 40 is the lowest I'd go in terms of like the split. It was it was definitely not 50 50. I can say that with like 100% assurance. Agreed. So brutal. Let's so just jump brutal. into it. Let's just jump into it. Yeah. No, no dilly dallying here. If you were living under a rock, um, the stadium series uh, was this past weekend. Overall, great weekend. I enjoyed both games. Oh, I watched both so games. Um, uh, I, you know, I've, I saw um, that guy Johnny Lazarus. He he tweeted that like the NHL should do. Um, he specifically said like this weekend every year. Um, again, I'm not opposed to it just because I'm a fan of the team. I like the tri-state, you know, um, competitiveness between all four teams. Um, but like I, and then like the consensus when I was listening to Chicklets is they were kind of on the same page, but they said they, you should do it regionally and then like go back to every place, like every like four or five years, like you could do, um, like this, this year you could do like a Canadian one, like an Eastern Canadian one, a Western Canadian one. Um, all those teams like in the South, like Florida, you have a couple teams and then um, you figure it out. But um, overall, really, really fun weekend. Um, we were all at the game on Sunday. Um, we unfortunately didn't all get to sit together, but um, it was a really fun experience. And I, I did see a tweet today. Okay. Well, um, not the end, but overall, not, not the end. Not bad. I did see a tweet today. Um, and this, I saw it a couple times. Uh, it says that the Islanders Rangers um, that that game was the most viewed regular season game since ESPN reacquired the NHL uh, back in 2021. Uh, the game averaged 1.6 million viewers. So on top of the 75 plus thousand people who were there, it had almost two million people watching live too, which is pretty sick. It's pretty love that for the NHL. I know. About time they did something right, I, dude. If they did it every year, I would go every year. Oh, a hundred percent. I was I was oh texting everyone I was with. I was like, I like the game 
was awesome just because it was so back and forth but in terms of like just how the scoring was uh but i'm like just the whole environment like it was just i was happy the whole day like even when the rangers were down 4-1 i was still like just happy to be there i was like if i'm gonna lose i'm gonna i'm gonna lose with you know forty thousand fans at least yeah as a rangers fan the vibes have never felt higher in a (laughs) down three goals uh just the whole day i think you're right the vibes were high i took the train in from the city the train was just packed with rangers fans Mm -hmm. obviously a lot of islanders fans too but just from from the second I like embarked on my journey, it was just <laughs> immaculate, immaculate vibes. Now, now I gotta ask: Did was I the only one who had the boots on the ground play for that game? I had a I had a bet down. All right, I, yeah, I had Unfortunately. a Fox power play goal uh, or power play point, which is an easy, absolute lock. Easy money. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, I, that's... it kind of root. That's that's the problem I had though. It ruined my day. Number one, I lost a bet to Tony because the Rangers scored. We wait, what did we shake on? It was like right we, before puck drop. We're like, oh, first goal, like other person buys each other beer. Oh, you were telling me about this. You were telling me about this yeah. when we, when we looked up. Brutal. That Let me bad. tell you, the first like three minutes of that game, I was like, the Rangers got this in the bag. I was like, <laughs> the ice is already tilted. First goal, Matt Rempe yeah. coming in hot with the fight. I was like, that was sick it. too. That was sick. Credit to the Islanders, though they bounced back. They they had yeah. Answer. I mean, like yeah, I had I had Isles money line though. That's the problem. I had Isles money line, Rock Nelson goal over in a parlay. It's looking so good. I was I thought I was cruising. Nope, of course not. But it was a six start regardless. That fight was pretty good. Yeah, and I mean, like yeah, I I I've been mainly betting hockey overs the entire year. Um, <laughs> so I mean, like it sucked being down by as much as the Rangers were after the first period. But when they were down 4-1, I'm like, I only need one goal and the over hits. And this is that I can just, I can sit back and relax the rest <laughs> of the game it, from a, from a gambling perspective. Um, but yeah, I missed the first goal. I was, I was using the bathroom and buying beers with my dad. Uh, so I missed insane, by the way, I think you, you were there. You missed the first goal. You missed the whole first intermission. I mean, it was insane. Um, like the like the before, even just getting in the bathroom lines. I don't know if it's like that for Jets games, but that was bad. Every oh, time I was bad. I'm not mad about this, but I didn't hear one sound of AJR because I was in the line for the bathroom the whole time. Okay, so we were okay. outside the section. We didn't hear anything. We were yeah, like let's, two let's, feet away let's talk from about the open that air. Because, because AJR was apparently there, and everyone I asked <laughs> was like, "No, they 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 were there, but they weren't really there because no one heard them." Um, I can confirm from people who were watching on TV. They're like, "Yeah, no, they were there and they performed." They're like, "You seriously not hear them?" And I was like, "No, I was I was with my dad getting beers, talking to Kevin and Josh, and like I had no idea they performed." I thought they big time the NHL and just didn't show up. <laughs> I think I like drink. What a what a crap performance though. They, they got the Jonas Brothers are always better, and they got they, they did a pregame and an intermission for uh, I, and, and, the Devils. And I, we got AJR, and I watched the the Jonas perform the Jonas Brothers performance um, that first game. They fucking ripped it up. Like I was surprised how great they, how like good they sounded. Um, I was like, damn, these guys can like actually sing. There wasn't like any, 
any sort of like track running in the background with like vocals or anything like they were just actually singing their balls off and uh, i was very very impressed with with how much the jonas brothers actually like bought into their whole performance before the game during the game it was fucking <laughs> sick it's the jersey roots yeah the jersey bands yeah exactly cool. uh, that game though just to hop into it uh, i remember we talked about it before the game i think it was like four to one at that point when the honors went up it was like what a couple minutes into the second we got the power play goal and i turned to you and we were sitting with my two other buddies connor and joe and i was like you know like I'm, I, I was on, like, cloud nine at that point, and I was like, you know, it kind of sucks. Like, I wish, like, this was, like, a closer. Like, I, I would want it to be, like, a closer game. I was thinking, like, 4-3, 5-4, like, Isles win. You know, they're up 4-1. to one. Uh, You had both those I, scores at one point. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't hold. Oh, it was truly – I've never felt – I'm sure you guys were on cloud nine, of course, at that point, but I truly never felt more ashamed to be an Islander fan than that moment. Just walking out of there with 60,000 Rangers fans and people, they're doing the yes, yes, yes chant. They're yelling and popping sucks. I'm like, oh man, I feel, I just felt so embarrassed to be an Islander fan. I hated it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough way to go for sure. Yeah, I mean, the worst, the worst possible, way, especially that quickly into overtime. I mean, you just. <laughs> And they saw it they're on, making you wait with like, you know, they got to review it. And it's like, we all know what's going to happen. You, you know, it's like, <laughs> you saw it on the screen. It was like, ugh. and the Rangers got to celebrate twice. It's just, just okay. down immensely. So, um, so like, I got not really like super hot take. I didn't love the goal in overtime because like it had to get reviewed so for me like so like the so like me enjoying it it kind of took away from it because i was like oh fuck they're gonna review this and i I was just like immediately thinking of the worst and i was watching it i'm like ah that probably would count (laughs) but i'm not 100 sure but i did get and and i've told everyone that i've talked to since the game um i probably one of my favorite moments watching this team play was um seeing that ref go to center ice and uh, you know he's like uh after review the call on the ice stands i told everyone i was like yo i'm not joking you could have heard a fucking pin drop in that stadium it It went it was pretty silent i have never heard like it was it was people were going nuts 30 like two minutes before (laughs) and it went dead silent i'm like you could have literally heard a pin drop and then the play and then like to see it erupt again once the call on the ice stood i was like okay you know what i i would have liked a nicer goal to celebrate but i got that moment and i'm like that that alone made the entire experience worth it for me it was great honestly i mean that that moment actually that you're speaking to like i feel like that's what i remember more than the goal like i can physically remember the crowd like coming down to like nothing and then hearing that call so i agree that was that did make it cool but it could have been a little nicer if it was just a you know clean cut goal goal. no no (laughs) review just straight to it and like that's like, and I think like to the NHL and the Rangers' credit, like they understand that it like it wasn't the cleanest goal, and it was that secondary reaction from um, all the fans after that call stood. Like those are all the videos that you saw. You saw people in the crowd going nuts. Everyone was reposting it. Um, 
and you, I, I, you know, you, you felt, you felt bad at the moment. I felt bad because I was just like, oh, oh. please. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, I genuinely, I wanted it to, like you said, I wanted it to be like a close game the entire game. Mm-hmm. And then when the Rangers came back, I was like, oh no, fuck that. Like, I, I, I want the win now. <laughs> like, oh, um, that I was. Can't believe they blew it. I do feel bad I can't though. Um, my uh-uh. dad, who's more of like a casual fan, um didn't realize after the third period that they would just start overtime so he left to go to the bathroom oh, and was walking back one. in when they were oh, announcing that the goal I mean, stood so he's just it, like what the fuck it happened, happened so quick anyway <laughs> i've been 10 freaking seconds in i honestly you thought like just speaking of that moment like where they scored they announced a good goal i i honestly don't remember i'm not talking because i was like hammered but like i was fine i just like, i don't remember anything from that moment to getting to my car i was just like <laughs> staring i couldn't tell you how you reacted tony i couldn't tell you who texted me i couldn't tell you how Alyssa and connor reacted or joe i was just like staring forward into the abyss i was just yes i can distraught. confirm i did look over <laughs> at one point and it was a straight thousand yard stare just oh my god days. i felt like i was on the stare. german front lines bro i was on like uh, it's like with the western front it was terrible oh uh, i couldn't tell you and uh, the next thing I remember, we walked out. Josh and I went left. You guys went right, and we just never saw each other. I know but we yeah. never even saw each other again. It was <laughs> like I stayed back for like one second to hear like yeah. Jacob Truba. I think was had an interview. Oh, on the really? Ice. That's why we yeah. lost you. Okay, that makes and then sense. I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, let me just like sit back and watch this for a second. I'll meet up with them, and then before oh, we knew it, we were so split up and like it's a sea of people chaos. were never seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, just talk about just absolute heartbreak. I, 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 I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how to describe. That's I. It's literally the worst I felt. And I, I, the first thing I can remember as an Islander fan, I think I tweeted this and I made my soapbox Instagram caption about this. Um, the first thing I remember as an Islander fan is like the 2007 playoffs against Buffalo. They lost. Whatever. I didn't really understand hockey back then. That would have been what I'm like seven, eight. I don't know. Just getting into it. So that's 19 years ago almost. I guess we'll, we'll call it even two decades. Besides the Tampa Bay 2021 loss in Game 7, that was the absolute – that was the worst I felt as an Islander fan. I was so down bad. It's immense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean that, was, yeah. that was one of the highest highs I felt. like Because I, I went with my <laughs> I went with my cousin who's not Islander fan, and he had like the same reaction. Like he just couldn't believe – that's how the game ended and he just was like he had his head in his hands and then he's like looking at me i'm high-fiving people behind me oh, i'm jumping over him to give people high fives i'm running up and down the row jumping in like the people in front of me and at one point like he just looked up and he's like i want to leave and i'm like all right yeah let's go <laughs> understandable it's just the fact that it's so islanders that you know it it was an overtime loss they've had like 16 this year i think last night they were in overtime against pittsburgh and that was like i think it's like their 25th overtime game out of like 54 games it's something ridiculous i think it was i think i think they said like 24 or 21 it's one of those two something something absurd it's in the 20s Just, just the fact that they've been blowing leads all year you know, they fired Lambert, who's probably sitting on his couch laughing at us, by the way, right now because of that. But, you know, they just blown leads all year. You know, they're up 4-1. The, set, the goal at the end of the second period was a killer to cut to 4-2. That hurt really bad. 
But you know what? It's four three. Once they went up five three, we thought I thought that was it. Josh well, and we I called said, it. Yeah, yeah. We, you and Josh talked the, about it before the third period. We were like, whoever scores the first goal in this third is going to win the game. And you guys scored <laughs> so like in you know, like the first minute or so or whatever. And I was just like, yep. damn, like that's it. Like Romanov. I thought that was it. Also, Ryan Lingengret completely demolished in that play, and like no one's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody cared about that after the fact, right? <laughs> but yeah, you know, they were up five three, and it's like, you, I just, despite everything that's happened this year, everything that we've seen, it's just like you know, they're playing, the, they're playing the Rangers of all people. They're ninety five percent obnoxious fans. There's a nice five percent in there, you two included, that. You, you you just know that like you, that's a game you have to win, and just to blow a lead again and to do it on national TV to embarrass yourselves, I honestly couldn't believe it. I mean, that's just like a true like, just a true story of the season. But like that was like, I I don't know how you come back from that. It's like it was just in terms of like relevance of the losses. Like you know they blew that lead to the Sharks. They're up four to one. It's just like how do you do it again on that stage? Like, how do you not just clamp down? And how does Scott Mayfield take three penalties? You know how hard that is? I was, like, screaming that at Josh when we were walking out. And some Rachel fans of mine was like, yeah, you kind of got a point, actually. I was like, shut up. But I was like, you know how hard that is to take three penalties? It's actually, it's actually insane. I, I think, to, to your point, I think, like, that the – the stage it was on makes the loss that's, that much oh, more because if that's just like a loss at UBS or the Garden, you're just fucking angry about it and you're just like, whatever. Like that's so expected. Exactly. It's the fact that it was <laughs> like on this grand stage and there were seventy five plus thousand people there. There are essentially two million people watching at home, and you're like, you had to do it in front of all of these people, <laughs> like in the yeah, fashion like in some, which you some did. Pride. Have some pride, exactly. That's my thing. It's just stage. I also man. just feel like, for some reason, this just in years past, I just don't feel like an outdoor game has had like the hype after the game like this. I don't know. It might just be a recency bias, but like, I just I think feel you're like right. Twitter no, the I... next day was just like, I all I saw for like 48 hours was the <laughs> game. That game had some juice. I mean, even if I wasn't an Islander Raider fan, like that was a sick game. Like, yeah, and everyone. That's what everyone's saying. People like, I know who, doesn't matter who what fan you are. aren't Islanders, Rangers fans, they were they were like watching the game, texting me and my dad. Um, but I agree. I think this is like one of the, the the few outdoor games in the last few years that has had probably the most juice, the most eyes on it. Like I can't think of like any games off the top of my head where I was like, I need to watch this game tonight. I think it's also yeah. because like it's you haven't. I don't think the NHL has put anyone outdoors where it's such a historic rivalry like the Islanders Rangers. Like there was, it just felt like there was more to it. And you knew, um, you knew there were going to be a ton of people there. And I mean, like even if you didn't really know it, I didn't get to watch the, the TV broadcast. And I imagine they brought it up. It was the first time they played in over a year. Like they haven't played each other since 2022. It was like 400 something games or something like that. It's like, how does that happen? It's so stupid. Uh, wild. Classic NHL. But yeah, that game had some juice. I mean, that was just sick just all around. I mean, I hate the way it ended, obviously, but like to go like you see a 5-3-4-1 comeback in overtime, like that's that's pretty sick. All things considered. I mean, I'm still mad about it, but like honestly, the worst part, just to rub salt in the wood, you talk about like social media blowing up after it. For so- I'm on like 
I, first of all, I put my phone down for the whole night after that. I just was like, nope, <laughs> not looking at it. Absolutely not. But I guess through my area and uh, hockey preference, for some reason, recently uh, TikTok has convinced themselves that I'm a Rangers fan. That's all I've seen on all I've seen on TikTok. It's so brutal. I can't even go on it without seeing a damn celebration from like Panarin or Zavanajad. Like I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> and he left. And then somebody, uh, somebody. So I wish I remember who it was because I only follow like 100 people. Somebody retweeted the damn Bob McKenzie tweet that was like all signs point to Sergey Bobrovsky being a Panther and Artemi Panarin being an Islander. I was like, oh. Fuck you! Like that's so, that, that's, that's low. That, that's, that's just that's, rude. That's, 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 a, a that's an all-time low. low. Yeah, let's keep it classy. <laughs> so keep, keep keep punches above the belt. Come on. Ugh. But like, what is your guys' takeaway as like Rangers fans about that that comeback? Because I mean, that's gotta that feels like a win. That like, look, don't want to get back ahead of ourselves after a rough stretch, but it's kind of a win that really brings your team together, probably. I have a few things I could I could speak to on that, Chris. I'll let you go first. Um, but I've been thinking about it all day, and so <laughs> like right now the Rangers are on an eight game win streak. Uh, I think the longest win streak they've had is like ten games. It did in like the seventies or the eighties or something. I can't remember the year. Um, Side note: crazy stat about that eight game win streak. The Islanders have only won nineteen games regulation this season. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, like that win. Um, it, it was it was a great win because it kind of defined them th- through like most of the season. I feel like because they've they've only been out of like a handful of games. I felt like most of the season, if they're losing going into the third period, like they will try everything they can to come back and and at least tie a game, force overtime, or, or win a game in regulation. Um, that was a win that got me excited about the playoffs because I'm like, you know what, if they had, if they showed this much heart and this much effort through the rest of the season into the playoffs, who's to say like th- they they can't make a deep run again? I, I, I do think there are some question marks um, in the lineup still um, long-term, but... Yeah, no, this was just a win that got me immediately thinking, like, may- maybe this team does have the juice. Maybe they can make a deep run and maybe even go after the cup. But um, I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on this. Yeah, uh, so I was even – I was telling, talking to my dad about the game uh, on Monday, and I was like, this is the kind of win where we're already on a streak. And this just, I think, especially after how they came out against Dallas, um, like a Stanley Cup preview, that was they came out and like won that game pretty, you know, pretty solid. Uh, I think it just propels them even further throughout the rest of the year. The way that you look at that, um, that video that came out in the locker room after the game, Laviolette's speech, you know, calling out everybody, uh, like it just seems like they're all coming together at like the perfect time right now, especially coming off of a rough, a rough, really rough month. Uh, they're kind of just, I think, getting back to the point where I think they got a little lazy and they're like, yeah, mid-season kind of lull. And now they're like, all right, it's time to hunker down. These games really start to matter. The Metro is actually still pretty close somehow. Um, I don't know. I just, I think the one other thing, like the coaching in that, I mean, we pulled our goalie with like six minutes left. 
I forgot. That was insane. To, that <laughs> we were on, on a four on three pull to go to a five on three with six. Very minutes. smart. We we score. We go right back on the power play with like two minutes. Don't even start with the goal in, and we end yeah. up scoring on that too. I think I watched that Mika goal like fifty times <laughs> since that's happened. But I just think everyone from the coaching staff to the players are just starting to fire in all cylinders. Hopefully, all those power play goals really spark it because. We've also been struggling on the power play lately, so. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I just think that PK will help you out on that one. You're true. welcome. But overall, just the, the biggest spark we could have, I think, for for this last uh, couple months here. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's a good point about the coaching. That was crazy and very smart that they pulled the goalie. I forgot, like, when that happened, everybody was kind of like – I think everybody, like, took a deep breath and was like, whoa. Yeah, like, we were like, whoa, they're going for it. <laughs> They were going for it. I mean, really good decision. And that's, you know, you got the power play goals when you needed it. The shame of it all is that, like, you know, they they, they, they did score on the power play, but, like, the Outers killed off a five-on-three in the middle of that, and they still managed to lose. Like, they got that kill, and then it was on the six-on-four, six-on-five, where's the Bandit scored? Four, I think, yeah. Yeah, something something like that. But, I mean, First man, that was, that was insane. They pulled their goalie like that. I mean, that was – what was it? It had to be five and a half minutes left. That was nuts. Oh, I, yeah. The Honors missed the net by, what, two feet maybe? I think it was Clutterbuck cleared out. Oh, so close. I mean, that would have been a dagger for sure. That that was the game. Yeah, that was it right there. Man. Yeah, you know, that's that's the type of emotional one I think teams need, you know. I'm not one out of any locker rooms, but, like, I, I can't imagine that hurts in the long run. You know, you get an emotional win like that. You're on a winning streak, right time of the year, you know. Give your GM some – Extra motivation to maybe buy for you. Could be. Yeah, we're making some moves, that's for sure. That was Gotta a have to with uh heat all out. That was that was like pulling the goalie that early, that was a laviolette like nuts on the table game. Like he Oh as someone who's never, never won, won an outdoor, outdoor game, game, he was like, I'm winning this fucking game at all costs. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I hate my and life. It... <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Also, um, side note, unrelated to the game, um, Austin Matthews has reached 50 goals before the Senators have reached 50 points. Just throwing that out there in the universe. Did he get to 50 tonight, actually? Yep. Damn. Did he have another Hattie? I saw – no way. Two hat-tricks in a row, right? Uh, I mean, like, he's he's got one. The game is – we're only 18 minutes into the first period. They're playing the, the Yotes, so there is the possibility Man. he gets another hat-trick. He's only he was only four games away from fifty and fifty. That is insane. He's gonna that have fucking seventy five this year. If he keeps but, up the rate at which he's scoring right now, I would not be surprised if he gets seventy five. He's gonna at least get seventy, which is just nuts on its own. But yeah, just thinking. I'm trying to think of what else happened in the game. I mean, there's so damn much that happened. It's like, man, it was such a good game, though. Honestly, I mean, top top tier experience all around. Tailgate game so fun yeah i would agree from like i said earlier start to finish that was just good food good drinks at the tailgate the weather was great like i was oh. honestly that was like the perfect amount of cold i didn't feel freezing yeah. at all i was like layered up and i felt perfect yeah um yeah. blue skies sick yeah. flyover no complaints good anthem i mean not bad I don't know if you guys I, I, like. I hung around for like an hour after the game too, just like hanging out in the parking lot because I didn't want to deal with the traffic. So we were just like 
me and everyone that I came with, we just were like shooting the shit in the parking lot. And what like talking about the game, like like even yeah, like my cousin Islanders fan, he was bummed out that they lost, but he we were just still like just having the time of our lives, just like hanging out in the parking lot, eating whatever leftover sandwiches we had. Is there any beer left? Let's get some coffee <laughs> going. Like just it was like truly <laughs> one of like the best days I've had, like just going out and like yeah. at a sporting event like that. Yeah, no, I left. I drove home in silence immediately after. <laughs> I don't blame you. Immediately, immediately gone. <laughs> yeah, it made me want to, like, next. Man, I mean, it makes me want to tailgate at UBS for an Islanders Rangers game. That's just what it makes me want to do. It's just a great time. Tailgate for the All Star game. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Guy didn't even see the agenda. He knows what's up. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick, at least. I mean, at least they announced that during the, uh, the game. That was kind of fun. I mean, should be pretty cool, I guess. You know, no complaints. Good to show off the arena. I would, I, I would go to the skills competition. I don't know about the all-star game, but then again, like, depending how bad tickets are, like, might as well go check it out, right? Like, it's kind of sick that it's on Long Island, you know, finally get some finally get some credit. You know, they pulled off the whole park thing over the uh, – which is still going on, but over the winter, over December, over the holidays. So, proof they can host a big event. So, kind of sick that uh, – the owners are getting their due, uh, so I'm sure the owners are very happy. Uh, I I I did hear though um, uh, uh, that uh. <laughs> that Long Island was a um, the place they chose because I think it's right before the Olympics, so it's easier for a lot of guys to fly over to Europe um, after that. Hey, um, we'll, we'll yeah. take what we can get. Yeah, exactly. We'll take what we <laughs> take, can you get. take it. A, I, a win I'm, is a win. Yeah, I just I just heard that it was. That's why. Um, Everyone backed the Islanders getting the All Star game because uh, they didn't want to hear the players yeah, bitch about uh, going home to their where, wherever they are and then having to fly back to Europe like two weeks later. It's a valid point. Uh, I, it is pretty cool though that they're uh, they're having the All Star game because not gonna get any playoff revenue at this rate. Just to briefly touch on the Islanders, just to show you how messed up of an organization they are right now. I don't know if either of you saw what happened last night in Pittsburgh. They were up four to two with. 10 minutes left in the third, and they blew it. Like, how how do you go out and – like, do you have no, like, no heart, no no intensity? It's just, like – To come out and, like, basically do the same exact thing the next exactly. game. That like, was <laughs> surprising to me, but <laughs> they did pull it out. They did pull it out. Uh, yeah, we'll take it. It's a nice shot by Pellick. But, like, you know, I said, like, on Sunday, I was like, man, <laughs> I'm done. This is the lowest of the low. And I was like, you know what? Of course. Of course I'm watching the game. And I, I feel like an idiot. I feel like an idiot watching it when they're blowing the lead. Just- I didn't watch them blow it, but I did get to see probably the last, like, two minutes of regulation and then the yeah, overtime ones. So, I mean, at least got the overtime win, and we cashed that ticket. I did not. But you did. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah, one, I, one of us. I threw it in the parlay like an idiot, of course. What else is new? It was a tough day. Tough day betting yesterday. But, you know, we bounced <laughs> oh, back. Actually, we bounced back. By the way, I did do uh, a pretty big parlay on the at the stadium series and only missed by one. So, Oh, did the, the shot one miss? Is that what you Yeah, I had like a seven-leg parlay or something. <laughs> missed, by, missed by one. Who was it? I forget. I'd have to look. I, I, uh, it was an Islander, though. I know that. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, damn. I forgot you put that down. Damn, that would have been sick. That would have been, been sick. Too. Also, we need to talk about the fact that uh, TikToker, who shall not be named with a nice mustache, almost stole a screwdriver from Chris. Missed out on that one. 
Oh, fuck. Okay. So, um, not maybe not a TikToker. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a TikToker, right? Or maybe he's a YouTuber. One of the two. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, I think I told you what happened. So, um, yeah, so there was a TikToker who was walking around the parking lot we were at, um, where I was tailgating, and they were looking for a screwdriver to, to, build one of their grills and i was like no i don't have one and none, none of the people i were with had one so they were just like walking around so i was just like all right you know what? let me just check it um and the car i i took um i, I looked into like the extra the spot in the trunk where they keep the extra tire and all that stuff and i actually found the the exact screwdriver they were looking for and i was like oh shit <laughs> so i was like yo i, I got the screwdriver they're like oh thanks like we'll be right back and like 30 minutes goes by and i'm just like hanging out and i'm like would i be a dick if i went over and like got the screwdriver back because like this isn't my car um and i just like offered this up like it was nothing um (laughs) so then i walk over the guy's like playing catch with someone no one is around that i'm like uh but then i saw another tiktoker who was tailgating with him and i'm like oh hey what's going on man he's like hey nice to meet you all this stuff and he's like, do you want like a picture or something? Like what, like, what are you look doing here? Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> kind of, I'm like, I want you guys a screwdriver like 30 minutes ago. And like, I, I need that back. And one of the dudes he was talking to was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like I was with him. Like uh, when we were asking around, I was look. I've been looking for you. And in my head, I'm like, no, the fuck you haven't? Because I've literally <laughs> been standing in the same spot, which is a hundred feet away from you for the last 30 minutes. Uh um but then the guy was like yeah no feel free you know take a beer have some food bring everyone over if you want and i'm like i don't know if you want to do that because we will eat all your food take all your beer and then walk away just just like that's how everyone i was with will operate but um yeah i didn't like that but you know still a cool tough guy. one great stash regardless yeah. good stash yeah your guys's lot was packed hello Ours buddy. wasn't as bad <laughs> there you go. if anybody knows yeah your your guys's lot was like insane I walked like a I walked like a mile to get there. It felt like, but our lot was like wasn't as packed. We had like enough space where we were like we had car spot car. And just put it, it was pretty chill. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, nah, it was bad. crazy. And we, you know what? When we got there, it was there was only like I want to say maybe twenty cars in the lot. Like we were like one of the first groups there. Um, the spot we picked was prime because we we parked like right next to where the bathrooms were. Um, so that was great for like the first two hours and then around like <laughs> one o'clock oh, is yeah, when the, the lines. lines started oh. generating and I was like, Jesus Christ. You had to wait like twenty minutes to use the to use the can and then like there was some more bathrooms <laughs> a little bit like a little further away. And I thought people didn't see them like I, I was I was I had a few beers and I was like, Oh, there's bathrooms over there. There's no way, no one there's there can't be any possible way people know there's there's bathrooms like fucking two hundred feet away from these bathrooms and that line was just maybe three people shorter. And I found out waiting <laughs> online, some jackass fucking broke the lock on the porta potty. Uh. So um, <laughs> if one, if the door closed before, like if someone didn't hold the door open for you and the door closed, you had to get the person behind you. You know, on like the outside <laughs> oh one, just from green to red. You had to have someone yeah. fucking put their finger in it and push as hard as they can to get it back to green so you could open the door. I was like, only in fucking Jersey that shit would happen. Dude, the same thing happened to us. It was like we we're we we're gonna go in and just use the bathroom in there, which honestly, thank goodness we didn't, because it was even worse in there and it took us a long yeah. to get in, but it was like we were in dire straits by the end of the tailgate. It was actually really bad. It it it, it was a problem. <laughs> just those 
disgusting, terrible. Every any adjective you can think. Of. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to tell your story out. Uh, yeah, I don't like, even want to describe the, the porter potty that we had to use. Just oh Jesus! The the, the man that exited after before Josh went in was laughing on his way out. So that's all <laughs> you really need to know. All you gotta know. <laughs> I mean, there was, I will admit, there was a point in time where I didn't want to wait on the line. So we just, like, the way we had our cars parked, we just opened <laughs> one of the doors. Someone stood behind you, and we were just literally taking a piss in the, in the parking lot. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, we've all taken a kneeler at one, one point in our life. Exactly. <laughs> Good tailgate, though, regardless. Insane to get in. I thought, I honestly thought we were gonna miss puck drop. I, I was, like, getting a little nervous there. Thank God I got delayed. The, uh, the delay actually came in pretty clutch. Huge. I mean, I'm sure we would have packed up earlier, but, like, give us a little extra time tailgate. You got there a little later than everybody else. You know, you got some extra time tailgate as well. It all, all worked, worked out. out perfect for me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah MetLife's I mean, got to figure that out because it's it's a shit show getting into it. That, that was the second time in, like, four months I had been in MetLife. Um, and I expected World it to Cup be a little slow, over. but um, oh, it, it's just, it. like, it's brutal getting in. Yeah, it that is. was uh, that was not fun. But, you know what the problem is? Like at all the gates, it, it's like you'll have five lines at like one of the entrances, and it just eventually converges into two. Like you think there's five separate like yeah. metal detectors and people checking you in. No, it just it you go into just like a two. It's it, there's only two. Everyone's just oh. lined up. We also had like a gaggle of like. They had to be like five or six, like sixteen-year-old Ranger fans. A couple of people in front of us, just, oh, really, really going in on it. A lot of popping socks, chants. It's a tough one. I was like, yeah, it's time to retire, fellas. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good game though. Good times. I just, I still can't believe that's how it ended. I mean, really, just great, great scenes all around. Just in terms of just like pure, a pure hockey sense. But I mean, just crazy that. Damn, I mean, it's almost like you can pinpoint. I, I'm not gonna get on my soapbox again, but it's just like Romanov and Trocheck against that little fight, we'll, we'll tussle, makes it four on four. We talked about it. I, we, we looked at each other, and you're like, I like this, and I was like, I don't like. <laughs> I was like an open ice, yeah, yeah. The open ice was a problem, and then all of a sudden, Barzal takes the hook, Mayfield takes trip, it all just like spirals out of control so quickly. And the fact, quite frankly, that the Islanders won the face off in overtime makes me sick. They had Dobson. Horvat and Barzell out there, and I was like, man, you know, they got possession. Like, this is great. And then ten seconds later, it's in the net. Although Dobson's recovery was almost the sickest play ever. Almost, almost, almost. insane. <laughs> he made the save too. Like, it just happened to hit off like Sorokin's shoulder. Like, yeah. it was. Oh, that that would have been sick. Damn, it was funny last night. They <laughs> Wa put out. Um, it was Barzell and Horvat, and he put Pelik back there. And then as soon as they won the faceoff, um. Pellick passed up to Barzell. He circled back and they put Dobson on. So, like, they, they made sure no debacle was happening. And I was like, oh, tells you all you need to wow. know right there. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Tough one. I'm wondering if Wad just, like, wondering what the hell he got himself into, man. With all these blown leads. I like, well, what could he possibly have been thinking behind the bench on Sunday? Ugh. Both coaches look sick, though, in their, in their bombers. Got it, got the it. The Letterman's? Yeah, those are oh, sick. Pretty, pretty electric. I didn't really pay much mind to, like, I don't know, about, I don't know if you do it looked at it or had any thoughts like i didn't pay too much money to the benches or i honestly couldn't really like you kind of tell like who was out there kind of but like i wasn't like looking for like any specific players nor was i looking at that weird 
park simulation going on, whatever the hell that was on the other side, because they were talking about the dog, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's a dog running around. And then, like, I didn't realize until afterwards when I looked on Twitter that they had, were, like, simulating a park. Like, Damn. I had no idea. No idea that was happening. Chris, did you know that? No, it was no I had no fucking idea. I saw it <laughs> online, and I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I thought, like... Honestly, I just... No, I, I didn't know what it was. I thought someone was just, I thought it was like security, just like riding a bike <laughs> around, making sure no one was like getting down there or yeah, whatever. Right. Um, I really didn't, I, I like, I had no idea what was going on. Um, and a quick uh, tidbit right after the game ended, probably like, yeah, like five minutes after the game ended. Um, I got a call from our mutual Ethan Cohen. Uh, he was, huh. he was asking me for my immediate <laughs> thoughts and I was like, buddy, I, I'm still trying to process everything. Um, but he he hit a um, uh, he had Rangers money line the over and Kreider anytime goal scorer and he's like yeah. and he was to your point Kevin he was like did Kreider score and I was like dude I have no fucking idea he's like how do you not know you were there and I'm like okay like here's the thing I could see what was going on but I'm like I, I it's not like I was watching at home where like I it I have a better view of everything and I know who's on mm-hmm. the ice I'm like I just know there were certain guys on the ice at certain times um I couldn't tell you who was yeah. scoring the goals though yeah <laughs> yeah you got into like the lines that are out there like who the way they were skating like forward wise i could kind of tell defensemen yeah, I, it was tough. I i couldn't tell you honestly like sezikis clutterbuck pelic pulak um who else i i noticed a couple other guys like R- riley i didn't notice like couldn't tell you man <laughs> you know it's the big names you know horvat Barzell, Zabanja, Panera. It's hard to. I don't honestly notice Panera that much until overtime, to be honest. Honestly, but, I, for a second, I thought Trocek scored the overtime goal. Like, it kind of looked like him <laughs> from, from up there. But then I was like, no, it's definitely not him. Yeah. We had a, we had a pretty good view, though. I, you were like, what, two, two seconds or two sections over, Chris? I mean, it was honestly for the upper deck, like, great view. I, I, it was I great. My, my dad had concerns. He's like, are we going to be able to see anything? And I'm like, I'm pretty confident we'll be able to see it. And then when I actually like got to the seats, I was like, oh, like we're going to be able to see everything. Yeah. Like I could see how if like you brought like an untrained eye to like the game, like somebody who doesn't watch hockey that much, like that would maybe be a problem. That's a little yeah. bit higher. But like we, we know puck. So we're jealous. Exactly. We know puck. But Certified, crazy, Certified crazy freaking numbers. game. Uh, speaking of Rangers, uh, on the agenda, uh, I can't believe we're 40 minutes in. Sorry, we are totally keeping you, Tony. But <laughs> uh, Johnny Brodzinski, Johnny Brodzinski, uh, yeah, you got not, you, what? You got nothing better to do on a Wednesday night at 10:30 p.m. Come on, <laughs> oh man, I'm locked in. <laughs> Johnny Brodzinski, nice little extension to you by oh, interesting number seven eight seven five hundred. Interesting, but. Uh, thoughts. I don't know anything about the guy. So besides the fact he's playing three C for the Rangers right now. Um, yeah, I mean like very well deserved. He's been in the league for a while. I think most of his career has been with the Sharks and then he ended up with the Rangers recently in the last like year or so. Um, yeah, I think like he's like the perfect bottom six, you know, 13th forward type player. Um, this series been really good, really noticeable. Um, I think it's the first one-way contract he's ever had, and I think that was like the biggest deal about yeah. it. Is like he's That's not big. he's, he's not going to get sent down. So um, yeah, no, oh, it's it's very well too. deserved. Uh, he looks great right now. That third line is buzzing with him, Cooley and Kako. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy for the guy. It's it's a very well deserved deal. It's not a ton of money. Uh, it's got, it kind of reminds me of like Jimmy Vesey's deal, where it's like it's a 
it's a low it's a low risk high reward type thing you yeah know, it pans out and you're, you're not paying them anything so um you know I, I i liked it and it's very well deserved like i've been saying yeah, yeah that's the only thing i, I like it. go ahead go ahead tell him sorry no, no, no you can go i was gonna go on a completely different point after that but i was just gonna it. say i totally agree with everything chris said i think the cool thing too is that he's like 30 years old so he's kind of been you know grinding it grinding it out for a while and finally got that like full nhl contract at 30. So yeah, I think I love a bottom six player that can actually make a little bit of a difference, and he's under a million bucks. Yeah, so I think it's a good Chris Drury uh, masterclass. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, like I feel like if they had him, the point I was gonna make is that if they had him, I think it's a little low for Kako, so I don't want to say it. But they like him, and how do you say cool, coolie, whatever, coolie, coolie, coolie. We go over this every time. Who's been a hell of a player, like. I think he's like a future middle six guy. I'm not trying to disrespect him whatsoever. Like if you had like Brodzinski and Cooley on the fourth line for the playoffs, maybe you know you add like a Vetrano again and maybe another center, like it's a pretty good team. I mean, I think it's a I think it's a stretch in the playoffs for a third line, but like the bones are there for a really good fourth line. Like that that could do some damage. Mm-hmm. Just gotta yeah, make him totally like, agree. I think like it's just it's working right now as a third line guy do i think it's like a long-term solution no um i wouldn't want him to be my third line center long term fourth line totally fine with that um but like that line is is it's it's working right now um i think better than most people um expected it to so um you know keep it rolling um kako five points in his last five games i think give or take so um He's starting to look good. Um, and yeah, I think I, I, I think Drury is going to be able to make some moves. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what he does. I don't really know like what the plan is right now. The, uh, look at the trade bait board on CSL. I feel like especially because Blake Wheeler is out now oh, and we do kind of have Johnny Brodzinski shit proving he can maybe fill that 3C role that like the first line right wing is top priority now yeah i don't i don't disagree i think like jordan everly is like sorry Kevin, uh, he would be like the perfect fit for the rangers if they can make it work it's like your please. first line right winger <laughs> i can't if i see if i see jordan everly in a ranger jersey i might actually throw up hypothetically <laughs> of course i pathetically watched on my lunch break yesterday this is so sad this is how down bad i am <laughs> it came up on youtube it came up on youtube the 2021 all goals for the honors of the 2021 playoffs it was like 18 minutes long it was great i was on my life jordan ever we scored so many of them it kind of sucked when they were like they're they like anthony bovillier like game seven and then the video ended and like the next <laughs> suggestions came up i was like oh it's so brutal but regardless I would be very sad if Jordan Eberle. He is a heck of a playoff performer, though. He's a dog. I mean, if, if from an outsider's perspective, that's a perfect fit for the Rangers. However, I'd be very sad about it. Um, so I hope they do not get him. Uh, I'm trying to think who else would maybe be out there for you guys. Like this list is like so, Jack Rosovich. Just so funny. All these Rangers fans. Just all we want is like the same guys we've had in the past. Like we want Bushnevich <laughs> back. We want Petrano back. We want Tarasenko back. Like Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott's going to make his. He's going to make his way into some conversations. Like it's <laughs> you guys got a fourth round pick this year. That's <laughs> all you need nowadays for Tyler Mott. Hold on, uh, I, I think I think they do actually. 
We do. Hey, we have man. a four, we, lock it in. Tyler Mott's oh. coming back. We have a fourth rounder this year. <laughs> Where is he now? Chicago, Tampa, T- Tampa, Tampa Bay. That's right. I forgot he signed at Tampa. Yeah, he was like a top six guy on Tampa for a bit. That's crazy. I guess he can come back. I don't know. The Rangers got to do something though. Um, they'll find, they'll find a way. It's just tough when you know you go into the season with two of your top nine forwards and they're out for the year. That that's tough. Wheeler and Heedle. So I'm, I'm really just, somehow. Like I'm really just hoping that like Drury kind of repeats what he did the 21-22 season where yeah. uh, he goes off the beaten path a little bit. He's getting guys that, you know, you, you, you didn't really – like because I, I looked back at it and I'm like, I really didn't – outside of Cop, who they were only talking about towards like the end of the deadline or getting close to like the actual deadline day, um, all the other guys that he brought in, no one was really talking about them. He had no idea they were like really going to be trade bait or – um, the Rangers were, were, were in on these guys. Um, I'm kind of hoping Drury does the same thing because I think last year um, the, he took a totally different path. Went after the big, went after the big names. It blew up in their face, you know. Obviously, um, <laughs> so. Kane. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You're right. I mean, even Comp was not a re addition. Like that was a good one too. That was great. I, like, kinda... he played. He played great in those playoffs. Honestly, he was a dog. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of plenty of names out there, but at least it's nice that you guys have like a a set plan. Like you know, you got to buy. You know, you probably need a center. You know, you need a right winger. Um, just like what? Like I'm like looking. I'm thinking about the Islanders. Not to like change gears here, but like, what do they even do? Like they're stuck. They're stuck. Like you guys have like something like you, know, you can buy for. You got money. It's just like I look at the deadline and I'm like, the Islanders like kind of are who they are. They're a in the middle of the pack. So like. They're not selling. Lamarell is like 82, 83 years old, I think, which is an insane fact. Yeah, it's rightful to laugh at. But, like, he's obviously not going to want to sell. Like, they believe in the team. It's just like, dude, are they are, are they just going to suffer this out for, like, a 16th overall pick this year? I, I think they might, which is crazy because, um, you know. Get yourself a Gabe Perot. Uh, yeah, right. I would – hey, knowing we will probably trade his first-round pick. They have not had one since 2019. How ridiculous is that? We were – the summer where we were going to the senior year of college, or the summer Chris graduated, insane. That that's the last time they had a they had a first round pick. I, it's unbelievable. But like, it's just like I don't know what they do. You know, well, he's at seven million. He's locked in for another four years. Mayfield and Engvall, forget it. Those are fireball offensive of, of a contract. Seven years for each of those guys. Um, Horvat and Barzell, you're not moving. Dobson, you're not moving. Uh, Paul Mary's locked in for another, like three years at five. I don't think anybody wants him. Pajot is another two or three at five. It's just Pelican and Pulak are both in for another five years at around six mil each, I think. I mean, this is like – that's the scary part for me. It's like the Islanders are who they are. Like this is the team. So they got to like figure it out and like not be soft and like get mentally right because like this roster isn't changing, which is the scariest part. Because I would love a guy like Eberle or Duclair, um, speaking of – former and future Rangers legends. Um, I would love like guys like that, but I don't know if they had the money for it or the moves. It's like scary. It's my take. Makes yeah, sense. you're in a tough spot. <laughs> I know. Don't feel too uh, – no envy here. Um, I, I am looking at uh, Jordan Everly's cap friendly, and I think if the Rangers can find – someone to take some cap. I mean, his cap hit and a B are five, five, but his base salary is three, seven, five. 
I feel like if, if the Rangers can find a trade partner to take some remaining salary, they'll pay his base salary of three seven five. They would have. So I don't think salary is a problem for the Rangers at all. Just a cap hit, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's um because they have uh they'll have a deadline cap space of four million three hundred eighty three thousand and three hundred thirty three dollars. So they're gonna have to find someone to kind of broker a deal, um, throw a couple bones here and there. And throw if, a third if, round pick. If you can get Everly in and you have a little extra cash to spend, then yeah, maybe you can get like a fourth like you could probably find a fourth line center somewhere. Um I I did hear um or I saw I should say on on Twitter, Larry Brooks mentioning Wenberg from Seattle as well. Um I saw that like, deal. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't hate it, but it's also clickbait Larry just fucking throwing <laughs> shit at a wall to see what sticks. At least Larry let us know the game was delayed. That was clutch. He was first on it. Yeah, I think he I think he, he, he was, was the it. first on it. <laughs> Gotta respect it. Yeah, Winberg would be a good guy. He's a good old addition. I don't know what Seattle's gonna do though. Like I don't know if Seattle wants to give up. That's my thing. A lot I of people are paying like, Gord too for the Rangers. That would be a good addition for like three. Oh my god. You guys you guys are just trying to make my life just a hell on earth. He's the yeah. bum who scored the shorthanded goal. Oh I know. Yeah, Jake, Oh my Jake, god. Could you imagine the trade? Sorry, go ahead. Jake really wants Yanni Gordon. I'm like not opposed to it, but I'm like and, and I'm like now would be the time to kind of sign him too because i don't think he's on like an insane i don't think his cap hit or anything is insane um but if you're seattle it's like you just have to sell law on him so like if you're a team looking for you know depth center this is probably the time to reach out for like to them because he doesn't look great this year um so you're probably selling low on him fancy hockey (laughs) yeah fucking jesus christ what a bum (laughs) yeah i mean you know, I don't know. A little I, bit more skill, he, he gives you what you give, or he gives you what you want to get. But like, if I could choose, like, if I can make my forward core twelve players. Yanni Gord's probably one of my top choices. He's a dog. He just yeah. he works hard. He pisses people off. Like, man, if 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 the Rangers got Eberle and Gord, which I don't know if they could swing a cap wise. I mean, that's literally my that's my hell on earth. It would be the worst day of my life. <laughs> Second you, to you, worst you, day of my serious game. Just, you know you've just mushed that into existence. Like within the next like three weeks, you're gonna see the Please. Rangers trade for a package deal for Everly and Ward oh. and and Chicago. Or someone's so gonna bad. be Chicago's like how many fucking calls do you think Chicago is gonna get at the deadline to take on cap space? I oh mean, jeez, Louise, they're gonna Damn. have so many picks coming their way. It's also like they got the money to spare. You know, all they gotta do is burn some salary. Chicago's got a ton of money. Like they're. They're such a big market. They they got the Bedard sales. Like they're gonna be like the new Coyotes, taking uh, all that money for Coyotes. <laughs> Did you see uh, somebody like roasted totally off topic? It was like I think it was Matthew Knees on the Coyotes was like, yeah, like I, I I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, yeah, you know, I bought a section or like or he said like, you know, I got like fifty or so of my family and friends coming, which was probably he's like. Probably takes up a whole section at this arena when they were on the road in Arizona. I was like, oh, brother. That's rough. That is rough. I'm looking at Chicago's cap friendly right now. Um, they have 9.2 projected cap space right now. Uh, they're de- Do you want to take a guess at what their current cap space and their deadline cap space is? Oh, God. I don't even want to know. <laughs> 
Their dead the in deadline cap space, they will have forty two million one hundred fifty eight thousand six hundred and forty eight dollars. I mean, like, what are we even That's doing? <laughs> My God, I, Gary's gonna have to step in and be like, "We, you can't just use Chicago as a broker in all these deals." Yeah, I don't know if Chicago has any retained already. I think you can only retain on three players, so I'm not sure if they retain on anybody yet. I don't think so. But should be uh should be interesting. But uh in the prize of coming up on an hour here, which is kind of fucking crazy. Uh do we have anything else on the agenda, Chris? Or I think we hit almost everything. It's a good pot. Time flows by. Thank you for being a guest, Tony. Much appreciated. Yeah, Welcome man. before before we let you go. First appearance. I mean, like, <laughs> Yeah, congrats. A couple clicks for you. Um, yes. Thank before you. Before we, we, go, we do have um, our the segment mm-hmm. we, we we wrap everything up. We have a legend of the week and bum of the week. Um, legend of the week doesn't have to be hockey related, but it's just someone who's someone or people that have just been um, just been killing it. You know, you respect them. You want to shout them out. And then bum of the week is the opposite. Someone you want to shout out for being an absolute fucking prick. Um I'll start it off. I don't have a bum okay. of the week this this week, but uh, my legends of the week are Matt Martin and uh, and Rempe. You know, what, scrap one second into the game for Good a five. shift. Matt Martin, um, stand up guy. You He's know, looked at him, gave him the uh, gave him the head nod, and and they got to scrap in front of seventy five thousand. Hey, it's a good time to scrap. They're firing the crowd up. Gotta love it. Kevin, yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Of the week, bomb of the week. Oh, you, you got anything? I know. I was gonna go. I was gonna go the same same legend of the week. I might shout out our buddy, uh, our buddy Josh as a legend of the week for chefing up some. Damn, stuff. I was gonna say the same thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they for some reason he bought. <laughs> they got um, wing rub from Ace Hardware. News to me that that is a possibility of any fact to get such a such a thing at Ace Hardware, but man. Some good wings. Cannot. Yeah, cannot I'm gonna. Them. I'm gonna have to go with the same one that he crushed <laughs> on those wings. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> They're a big hit. Hope he hears this and understands how much we love the wings. <laughs> I don't Shout know. Any Josh. bum of the week, Chris? Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the bum of the week on the notes. You, someone wrote Donnie, unless I accidentally yeah. did. No, that was me. Uh, isn't that the guy's name? Isn't that TikToker's name? Am I wrong? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know his. Um... <laughs> oh, was it was it old time hockey? Yeah, it was, he was the he was the screwdriver uh, thief. <laughs> he's a, he, but he's like he's the nicest guy ever. I feel like That's <laughs> he is. They just took my screwdriver and had no plans on returning. Uh, um, I guess damn. I guess he's the bum of the week then. <laughs> yeah, he's um, bums of the week on the game though. Not really, AJR. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah <laughs> I that, wish that, I watched that, that, the broadcast because the ESPN broadcast crew is probably the bums of the week. Oh, probably. I, their devil's call was terrible. I can. Yeah. I hope the Islanders one was better. Like, ugh. That's probably good. Oh, I guess, broadcast sucks. I guess I do have a bum of the week. It is Wes McCauley. Um, surprise, surprise. He did fuck <laughs> us last night in, in our over bet. Tough one. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But, yeah. um, but 
All right, so I have 40 seconds to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on <laughs> the podcast platform you listen to us on. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, all that stuff. Uh, rate us five stars. Leave us a nice review. Follow the podcast on Twitter, at From Broad to Bell. And um, Kevin, you got anything else? No, sir. All right, we'll see you guys when we see you. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Yeah, thank, thank you. you.